Yes, I think there are a, a number of different things that the government needs to look at and, I mean, um, with regard to helping helping these businesses. But I think it's important that the government doesn't have the same approach with every business um, as has been their, their their way of dealing with, with, with issues to date. Um, obviously, you have businesses of different sizes, and as you, as you outlined there, and even within that sector, I think the government um, with revenue need to look at which businesses are viable and which businesses aren't viable, um, because there's no point um, um, supporting businesses that aren't going to that aren't going to be viable anyway. Even with all the support, they're not charities; they are businesses after all. So I think it has to be looked in in um, you know in minute detail um, from case to case. I mean, there is talk about you know the warehouse debt about extending that for longer. I think that's something that will have to be looked on a case-by-case -case basis because obviously for viable businesses with all the increased costs that have come on, um, they are still viable. And if they were given uh, the breathing space to pay back uh, these loans over a longer period of time, they would continue to be viable businesses and keep people um, in, in, in the local area employed, which is so important because it all helps the local community. Um, also, there are a number of these businesses would have uh, taken out um, SBCI loans, SBCI loans that were brought out at the time of COVID. Uh, but the initial tranche of these SBCI loans were brought out for a very short time basis. Now, very few people took them up because um, people had to pay back within three years. And a new tranche of, a tranche of these loans um, were, were, were brought out where there was a much longer period, seven to 10 years. And I think um, the government should put uh, pressure on the bank lenders to let those businesses who do did take out the original short-term loans to be able to uh, extend them to the longer-term loans. Because it's about supporting businesses that are viable, but just need space, you know, to be able to pay back what they owe and also be able to deal with the new um, costs that have come in regards to employment costs, pensions, extra bank holiday and everything, because they're coming one thing on top of the other for small businesses. But I think it has to be look at, looked on, on a case by case um, and that those businesses that are viable get the necessary support from the government through these measures um, so that they can stay viable. Also, um, from the um, hospitality point of view, um, the the VAT that was increased um, really needs to be brought back to 9%. That seems to be a big um, problem I see even with our own customers, restaurateurs that we deal with, you know, in, in the area. And um, um, But they have to be separately to accommodation providers. They're two separate things, but they were all de dealt with in the same way. As I said at the outset, you can't look at small business the same way as you look at large businesses. It has to be looked in more minute detail by the government. And Siobhan, you mentioned there about the government need to analyse viable and non-viable businesses and support those which are viable. Do you think there could be a lot of non-viable well, businesses that are perceived to be non-viable that might be put out like put out by that and could think, well, if if that they could potentially have a resurgence in customers or in, in traffic if they were given a bit more support? Well, obviously, I mean, I wouldn't like to see any business going out, you know, any business having to shut its doors. But, I mean, the businesses have to be viable. And obviously, if they have a track record, I know myself from running a business for now 25 years, you're able to show and put up a good case for, you know, but it has to be a realistic case as to what is sustain, you know, as to what is sustainable. So, I mean... Businesses have to be very realistic about what costs what costs are, 
And in some instances, it might be it might necessarily be a case of having to stop business, but you might have to obviously cur curtail your output because of cost of employees and that. But it has to be. I mean, every business and any business that ever set up in business are usually very good at knowing, you know, about what what the requirements are from a support point of view from government, but um, also have to be realistic in what that is because you can't say, for example, a restaurant that um, you know that suddenly its um, number of customers quadrupled because of a certain amount of, you know, one has to be realistic in business. But I think business owners are very realistic at this stage. And those of us who've come through the last number of years from one crisis to another, whether it be COVID or the invasion of Ukraine and all the extra costs that have come in with government decisions, you know, people don't want to stay in business for handouts. Those of us who've set up businesses want to be in business so that we can support our local communities, support our employees, and to have a thriving and successful businesses. It's not charities we're trying to run. It's not, and you know, we're not looking for handouts, but we're looking for viable businesses, and that's why we're in business. So essentially then, Siobhan, do you feel if the government was to put a particular emphasis on supporting businesses that can remain viable, that that would free up more funding for them? Well, it, it, it's much more incentive for the government to keep. Yes, I think viable businesses have to be supported. And we all have, rec I mean, we, we all have accounts and records. So, I mean, by more obviously, if there are businesses that are still, you know, using um, methods, government methods for staying, you know, for keeping the doors open that aren't viable. Well, that that means there's less money for the government to give to, to more viable businesses, you know. But that's very much from a, a, a case by case scenario. And what I do think the government has to do from the outset is they have to look, treat different businesses according to their size and according to what sector in the market they're in, whether they are, you know, large companies, but we're really talking about, we're focused here on small SMEs, what sector they're in, you know, in, what industry they're in and, you know, what type of businesses they run. Because, um, and from those, and from working closely um, with, with um, looking at the minute detail, I think the government, because every, every business has to put in, you know, um, accounts, have to submit accounts every year. So revenue have all the details there. But it's a matter of not one one simple magic, you know, wand, shaking a wand is going to is going to sort all the problems because we keep we keep on coming back to this. It has to be more targeted for the size and type of the businesses. And just finally then, Siobhan, if the government don't take action to restructure or to support firms that are availing of the debt warehousing scheme, what do you foresee happening? Well, if, what we'll, we'll see a deluge of more closures is what we'll see because, you know, we've seen we've it's been happening for a, a number of months now. But as it comes closer and closer, there seems to be this um, um, end of April deadline when it comes to tax returns and everything you're just going to see um, a lot more closures, which is obviously devastating for uh, the county of Clare because every business is so important you know, in our county and in the rural areas because, you know, not just in rural areas, but in our towns as well. And um, so government has to take action and have to do it quickly, but have to do it in, you know, in, 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 a, in a reasonable manner, but something needs to be done very soon, very quickly about it, or we will see more closures.